couple of weeks ago, I was sitting in my office in the rectory in the afternoon, and the phone rang. I don't normally answer the phone because Joanne's there, but she wasn't at this point, and I decided to answer it. There was a woman on the line who said, you know, I just came out for lunch to that Japanese restaurant that's right over there, and I noticed that your congregation has a rainbow flag flying out front. Why do you fly the rainbow flag out front? Interesting question. My answer was, well, our vestry unanimously elected to put a flag out front, to fly a flag, because they wanted to communicate to the city of Benicia that we are an open and affirming and welcoming parish for all people. She responded, well then why don't you fly the Rwandan flag, or the Chinese flag, or any other flag for that matter? Good point. She further said, well, just don't put it in our faces. I mean, that's people's sexuality. That's a private matter. We don't need to have that flying out in public. Okay. This is not the Episcopal church that my mother attended, and it's not the Episcopal church that I know. I had two ways of responding to this woman. I could have said, you're wrong, you're stupid, and you don't belong at this church. Or I could have said, Hosanna, blessed are you, child of God, who has come to our community. What I ended up saying was, I appreciate your call. Your opinion is yours, and it is welcome here. And I invited her to church. I said that we'd love to have her here. We'd love to see her. And she ended the call saying, well, it's not very likely. And she hung up. Our worship this morning is very, very full. We go from palms to passion, from a triumphal entry and a big procession from the state capitol all the way back to our church, and then to this reading of the passion, a long gospel story. And it's a somber and it's a serious story. It reminds us of our sins. This service to some might seem disjointed, but what it actually is, is it's a hinge. This is the service that bridges us from Lent to Holy Week. We officially end our 40 days and 40 nights of prayer and fasting to move into an even more intense period of prayer and fasting. That is Holy Week. Godly play says that Easter is such a big mystery that it takes 40 days and 40 nights and Holy Week to get ready for it. And that's what we're doing. We're getting ready for this great, intense mystery. We're preparing for Easter. We're preparing for the resurrection. And our worship today has also laid out for us two ways of being church. 
We began as a community gathered outside these walls, walking the streets of Benicia and shouting, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, welcoming Christ into our midst. And then during the Passion reading, we embodied the crowd calling for the crucifixion of Jesus. We were fearful people, so afraid of our own destruction that we destroyed an innocent man. I couldn't help but be reminded of the crowds in our own society, the faceless hordes on Twitter that call for the destruction of whatever and whomever they don't happen to like this week, or who threatens them in some way, or God forbid, who disagrees with them. Which crowd do you think God would have us be? I see in the scriptures a vision of St. Paul's Church on the corner of 1st and J in Benicia, California. It's a vision of a church that welcomes all as Jesus was welcomed. A church that shouts, Hosanna, peace, glory to God in the streets of our town. I see a vision of a church that fearlessly welcomes everyone, that fearlessly proclaims the gospel, and that is downright irresponsible and reckless in our love for newcomers, for outsiders, and for the oppressed. Next Sunday, on Easter, we will be welcoming more people than we normally do on a Sunday. Some will be newcomers, some will be members you haven't seen in a while. Some will be seekers. Some will love that we fly the pride flag. And some will deeply, deeply disagree with it. But all will be bearers of Christ's light and goodness. All will be people who saw fit to get themselves out of bed on Easter Sunday morning and lend that light to St. Paul's Benicia so this place could shine just a little brighter to the glory of God. And there is one woman in particular who I pray will come to church next Sunday. God knows my heart is full of doubt that she will come. But God also knows that my heart is full of faith. Our God is a God of resurrection and a God of miracles who forgives, cleanses, and redeems. Let us welcome God's Son into our midst, shouting Hosanna in the highest. Amen.